It's time to create better. Create better family, health, business, and self. Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. This is where we share tips about business and parenting. Being a mom of three, CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisy's speaker and educator, you're going to learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated, and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life. Hi, welcome to Create Better, where we talk about how to create better family, better self, better health, and better business. And today I am just thrilled, so excited to have some incredible guests with me. They're all super ladies, super moms, and super knowledgeable. And I cannot wait to talk about these topics. We're talking about two things today, and you do not want to miss this. We're talking about allowances, and we're talking about screen time. Hello, right? We like everyone wants to talk about this, and I and this is why we're talking about it today. And I thought of these three ladies immediately, and I'm just thrilled that they were all able to meet together when life is so crazy. And I, I'm just going to quickly introduce them right now. Um, first, I want to tell you about Angela Crocker. She is a dear friend, a mom, a lecturer at a, a Polytechnic University. She's the author of seven books. She's working on her seventh book, seventh book right now. And she's an expert on all things digital. And we cannot wait to tap into her expertise about screen time. And Yvonne Yua, she is a, a dear friend, a mama, philanthropist, an expert on all things financial. Uh, she's a senior director of financial literacy at a firm called World Financial Group. And she is a, a dear friend. And Joy Aragon. Now, Joy is a friend, a mama, a volleyball lover, an expert on all things because she has eight children. <laughs> I'm going to say drop the mic right now. Eight, eight, eight children. All hers. <laughs> yes. And uh, so we are going to tap into Joy's parenting expertise for sure. And she also loves traveling and enjoying the great outdoors. I have to say, Joy is absolutely adorable and stunning and she this is her first podcast and she was saying to me you want a bio and she felt like it was like <laughs> writing for a, a dating app <laughs> it's like, I have to tell all about <laughs> yes and I get to share you and so ladies say hello. hello hello hi so we are gonna jump right into this and I I would love first of all because I did you no justice. And of course, I'm going to have your bios in the show notes, but I'd love for each of you to tell a little bit more about you. So Yvonne, share a little bit more about you, your family. Go for it. Yeah, for sure. So I was born in Malaysia and came here to Canada when I was 12 years old, you know, went through the new immigrant, you know, learning English and learning a new culture, watching my parents, uh, you know, struggle through getting jobs and, you know, raising kids in a brand new environment. So I realized how, how, how uh, important working hard is. And so I always did that, you know, worked really hard and um, went into university, got really good grades, started working and realized that I needed to take control by, you know, own my own business. So I went into finance. I love the fact that I can learn and teach at the same time and help people access great products. And uh, yeah, that was uh, in 2008 when my daughter was three months old. That's when I started my business. And it's been great. Yeah, I've been helping lots of families and uh, helping my own family and uh, learning along the way. Still learning. 
And you missed that you're a huge foodie. <laughs> I am a huge foodie. I love traveling around the world and tasting food from all over the world and can't wait to travel again. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes myself too. Um, Angela, please share about you. Well, hello. Um, I am an author, an educator, a speaker. I help people navigate the digital life. And sometimes that's with families and sometimes that's with businesses. Um, just almost exactly 10 years ago, my first book came out. I was writing about how we build online communities. Flash forward through a bunch of books. I've written about digital decluttering, digital legacy with my co-author, Vicki McLeod. I've written about raising digital tweens and teens, which probably will be helpful in today's discussion. And the book I'm working on right now is about working from home. And really, I too am a lifelong learner, much like uh, Yvonne has said. And I think that there's always more that we can be curious about and investigate. And there's topics I'm knowledgeable about, but I love also learning from other people about their super skills. So uh, this is why Create Better is such a fantastic podcast to tune into. We always learn something in every episode. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. We are definitely all lifelong learners, for sure. Joy. Hi, Joy. Hi. Um, well, I was born in the Philippines. I left when I was four. We moved to California first and then came here when I was 12. And, you know, in the whole high school, college, knew my husband from high school. Hmm. And we got together when we were in college. And the rest is history. And now we have eight kids. <laughs> I know that Yvonne asked when we weren't recording yet, but tell us, how old are your children, Joy? Oldest is 16, 15, 13, 11, 10, 8, 5, and 3. Congratulations. <laughs> Angela, how old is your son? My son is 14. And Yvonne? Your I have an almost 13-year-old girl and a year and a half baby boy oh yeah. wow yes you do so you have a built-in babysitter <laughs> I do have a built-in babysitter yes <laughs> that's awesome and I have three and one just turned 18 this week and one who is 14 and one who is 12 12 and a half yes indeed and a dog that I just put in the garage <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, I don't know if you heard me. I promise there I don't do that with my children, <laughs> put them in the garage. No, but let's jump into this. Now, allowance is is a very painful topic for many parents. Um, some don't do it, and that's absolutely fine. Some do it in different ways. Some parents do it as a payment for chores. Some do it unconditionally. Um, and, you know, I, it was... It's definitely a topic and of discussion when in the USA they print more monopoly money than they do actual US currency. So the beauty is that means there is some um, financial literacy happening in games like Monopoly and and in many video games out there, there is uh, some financial literacy, but financial literacy is, is an underlying topic of allowance that we are going to talk about today. And, you know, was, I was looking at like, you know, weird facts about money. And then I, I just had to stop reading when I learned that, you know, a coin, like a, a loony can carry up to 
26,000 different bacteria on it. Oh, why we need to wash our hands and anytime we handle money. But, um, and then I, I saw that there's these breakdowns of average allowances that people pay out to children by age. And I read them and I, you know, I wrote them down and I thought, okay, well, a four-year-old, an average allowance, and this is in U.S. dollars, is $2.85 a week for a four-year-old. Um, and then I, a six-year-old is about $4 a week U.S. And then I, I thought, okay, a 12-year-old, because I have a 12-year-old, <laughs> a 12-year-old, about $10 a week U.S., 15-year-old, 15, 57 a week, and 18-year-old, $40 a week. So I, I won't tell those to my children because they don't get that. <laughs> and I thought, wow. And they said that uh, the average American allowance is about $780 a year U.S., which is about 1015 here in Canada. So about $65 uh, U.S. a month. I thought, huh, wow, okay. So that was interesting to me. It was very interesting. But I want to know, when you were a child, when you were young, did you get allowance from your parents, Angela? I did, yes. And actually, I had two very different allowance structures. Um, so when I was a, a younger child, elementary school age, uh, my parents gave my brother and I each a nickel a week for every year that we were old. So when I was seven, I got 35 cents a week. And at the time, for context, a couple of weeks allowance would be enough to buy a chocolate bar or a lifesaver roll, something like that. Later on, when I was a teenager, we were living with my grandparents. And my, my grandfather was a professional bookkeeper. So financial literacy was a big part of what we grew up with. Uh, and he recommended that we we change the way we do allowance. So the way it worked was we got $5 on the first of the month. And if we could show that we had saved $5, we got another $10 on the 15th of the month. But if we had spent the five, we wouldn't get the, the, get the 10. Wow. Um, so I quickly figured out, well, if I just stick a 10 in a book somewhere, then I've always got $5 to show him. <laughs> That's how I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Those were my experiences of getting an allowance. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You see, we do learn some savvy tricks on our own. <laughs> your parents listen to that trick that your uh, teen could pull on you right there. <laughs> I love it. Joy, did you get allowance as a, a child? I did get an allowance. I just I remember being a teenager getting allowance, but I can't remember how much it was. <laughs> no. I just, I just saved and just kept piling up. <laughs> that, that is brilliant. And was it regular? Like, did you remember that you got it every month or? I think it was monthly. I didn't, I didn't spend a lot when I was younger. I didn't really buy a lot of stuff. So <laughs> just kept going in. <laughs> no, all good. Yvonne, do you remember if you got allowance as a child? I did. I did. And um, after talking to my mom, my mom, you know, assured me that we all got our weekly allowances. And, you know, as we got older, we got more. But she wanted to make sure we had pocket money so that we are not tempted to steal 
or do things that, you know, may harm us, you know, character wise. So she wanted to, to give us something that we had control over that we can go and spend. So in elementary school in Malaysia, we had a canteen or cafeteria where, you know, we sell food and you can, people don't really pack their own lunch in Malaysia. You would go and you would buy food from the cafeteria. So having pocket money really helped that we had a choice to decide what we wanted to buy or buy stationery. So it was fun. And when we moved to Canada, we didn't really need to. Because we packed our own lunch, clothing, everything was all taken care of. And so I saved a lot of money when we moved here. Didn't spend the allowance. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I, I can't remember that we got allowance. I, I do remember that we get the occasional treat that my dad would give my sister and I some money. And then he would say, you know... We'd walk around a mall, which was a very big deal because we didn't go to a mall very often. And then he'd say, go buy something that you want. So my sister and I, like, and it didn't happen very often, but I do remember that. Um, and I, I, we were blessed in a sense of, you know, like we were fed and we had clothes. But I do remember those special occasions where my parents would take us to a mall and as a family and then he'd give us each some money and then we got to pick something that wasn't a necessity but maybe it was a sweater that I wanted or but I, I remember I, I wouldn't spend it all so I'd have some money to to just have money and and uh, you know and it's so sweet like my mom and dad whenever they do come and visit my kids like my mom will slip each of the kids a $5 bill or something. And she's like, so they could buy something at the cafeteria. And then she's so sweet. And she's like, I'm so sorry we didn't do this for you. <laughs> but I, I wasn't in want or, and I'm sure I, I'm sure I had lunch all the time, but she, she felt that she didn't do that for us. And I, 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 I told her, please don't apologize. We, we were at my, I was absolutely fine, but I see that she, she wants to have some regular like pocket, money like you said Yvonne for the kids so that they are that they can have that option if they wanted to buy so it's very funny you know and I was, I was looking there's there's so many mixed reviews on on the pros and cons of giving allowance and there's beautiful lessons with giving allowance like teaching financial literacy and when I say that I stress on teaching because the con is that there is a misuse of allowance when kids don't understand financial literacy and then they just spend it because they know that they're going to get it again and and then the pro is that it teaches that if you do tie your allowance to chores that it teaches kids that you know you get paid for work and then the con that I saw for that was, well, sometimes kids don't want to do chores because they already saved up the money they need, so they don't need any money, so they're not going to do the chores. And I thought, oh, that's, that's true. I could see that viewpoint. And, and, the, and the list goes on. But I, I would love to know, like, do you give allowance to your kids? I'm going to ask Joy, do you give allowance to eight children? <laughs> We do. We actually just started giving them allowances this year um, before we would link it to their chores. And then we started reading. We're like, well, we really shouldn't give it for their chores because chores is part of the family, right? You live in this house, you do chores. You don't have to get paid for it. I don't get paid for it. <laughs> 
So we started giving them allowance. Um, the younger ones get their age um, every couple of weeks. And then the older ones, like once they get to high school, they'll get their age times two every couple of weeks. So excellent. I don't even think the younger ones know they're getting an allowance yet. All good. It just goes into their account. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and you, I think you, you nailed something that is very uh, standard that, that I've heard and seen. And it is when people ask the question was, well, how much do you give for allowance? And I saw two, which was the, their age weekly or half their age weekly. And then you can build up according yeah. to whatever you want to do. Yeah. Very At first I thought it was too much. I was like, not too much. Like for the older kids. But then they can save it and then, right? Yeah. And they go out and buy their food or whatever they need. Oh, Don't have to bug us for it. <laughs> absolutely. There's so much I could talk about, but I want to hear everybody. And Angela, do you give allowance to your son? I do. Um, we actually started doing that when he turned 12. Uh, and the mechanism that we've chosen is that he has a mobile phone and he got it when he was 12. So he had a secure way to contact us and we want him to have that basic cell phone service. So his, um, his phone bill is about $20 a month. And it's a very basic plan. And so what we said is when you're 12, we will pay your phone bill in full. But when you turn 13, you're going to have to pay $5 towards your phone bill and so on. And so we've done the reverse with his allowance. So when he was 12, he got $20 a month, 13, it's down to $15 a month. And by the time he's 16, he won't be getting a, an allowance. Uh, and the expectation is that he will have uh, figured out how to have a job or uh, doing work for you know, chores for the neighbors or things that he would charge for uh, so that he has an income for the things that he wants. That is brilliant. Very smart. First time I heard of that reversed uh, reverse mm -hmm. allowance. So he's going to be paying you soon. <laughs> <laughs> we can hope. We can hope. I should have had this, you know, the official allowance, of course, is supplemented by, mm -hmm. you know, as you said, like generous grandparents uh, with the occasional gift of cash. And uh, if we went on a vacation or maybe we were shopping in a store that I know that he enjoys, if family finances permit, he might get the gift of some money to spend. Uh, but often he just takes the money and puts it in his bank account, which is interesting too. Very cool. Very nice. Yvonne, how about you? What's, what does allowance look like or doesn't look like? I don't currently give an allowance. I used to. I've tried a whole bunch of different things with, with Bailey, with my oldest. Um, we have tried giving allowance type to chores, unconditional. We have done special projects. So if she helps me declutter or reorganize my pantry, you know, there'd be something special, something bigger there. Um, she gets a lot of money from her grandparents, uh, gifts here and there, and sometimes just for no reason because... Their grandparents, maybe they feel guilty for not giving us enough. And now they're, you know, giving it out, doling it out, you know, to the grandchildren. Um, we have tried mom bucks. So it's, uh, you know, not actual currency, but, you know, it's uh, the equivalent. They, they can trade it in for, you know, different things. Because I wanted to see what works for this child. Every kid is different. They're motivated by different things. And even the things that they spend money on uh, or their currency on uh, is different. And so it tells me uh, what will work for her. 
uh, Bailey, she is very financially savvy. She is quite frugal, actually. She doesn't like spending money on, you know, clothes or things. However, she does spend on snacks, slurpy, bubble tea, <laughs> bubble waffles. You know, when it comes to food, she's very generous. So she'll share with her friends. She does have a debit card. So she, the money that she has, uh, we put it in her bank account. Obviously, under 12, I believe, or maybe even uh, older than that, you have to have a parent open the account for you and trust for you. And so it's in my name, but, you know, she carries the debit card and she uses it when she goes on field trip. She uses it um, sometimes after school. She'll go to McDonald's or 7-Eleven, you know, with her friends and then she'll use that. And I have taught her and modeled for her. Um, I mean, I'm in finance, so I, I have to I have to teach her uh, along the way about taxes, about um, you know owning your own business, pricing products, buying inventory, all those things. And so you don't necessarily need to give a, a you know a weekly or a monthly allowance for them to learn those concepts. Those values can be passed on just by you living and you know showing them how to do grocery shopping. You know, I would I would say you know tally it up as we go, you know, add up everything. Um, here's my budget. Okay. Make sure I don't go over. Uh, or, you know, I would um, give her a calculator, you know, on my phone and, you know, help me figure out between these three brands, which one is the one that I should get. Have you done the calculation for toilet paper or even <laughs> like laundry detergent? I don't know how to do the math for that. You know, this is, you know, eight rules equivalent of 24 rules. I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm a teacher, you know, try to, to figure that out for me, you know, which one is the best. And then she'll, she'll you know, let me know, um, you know. Yeah. So I would, I would teach her lessons along the way. Brilliant. And, and you're so right, right? Financial literacy, which is, you know, learning skills and having knowledge so that you can make smart decisions when it comes to money. And that's, that's, Basically, I, I, I would hope the underlining uh, goal of al allowance, besides allowing children to have freedom to buy things that aren't necessities and learning how to save for something that they really want. Um, but I, I love that you said that, that it is everyday life, right? It, it is going grocery shopping. It is going to drive through and saying, okay, here's a 20. There is like four of us in this car or 10 of us in this car. <laughs> What are we gonna get, right? And and you know, it's it's great. Like estimation can start in kindergarten, mm -hmm. like for them to guess how many drinks they can buy. And um, I, I'm working on a, a kindergarten uh, workbook right now uh, with a company. And you know, and financial literacy is in this book uh, on just daily things like that, like mm -hmm. guessing how many apples you can buy with a dollar when you know that one is 25 cents and for easy math. But, you know, and I love that you said you had mom bucks and that totally gave me a flashback of something I did when my kids were little and we had a pantry in our house and, uh, and we'd make a sign that said it was a store. And then, and then I had these cute little bins that were labeled with cost of money. And I actually did use monopoly money <laughs> as a simple math. So, so that they could save up to, to pick something. And these would be like little things that I picked up at a dollar store, like blowing bubbles would be a more expensive mm -hmm. item and a, a bouncy ball, but so that they, they got to shop and understand the value of, of, money, even though it was pretend money, but uh, we, we did start giving allowance probably when um, 
I'm going to say, gosh, when Naomi was 10. So it started late because that means Abiel was 15. (laughs) So our youngest is 10. And we actually do give different amounts to all three kids based on their age. Um, And we, we do it monthly. And our children are the ones who remind us when to give them allowance because we forget. And that's why we only do it once a month. And um, and it um, it isn't even ba- based on age. My husband made up a number and, and that's what we do. And it doesn't sound like a lot when I look at what the average kids get, but it isn't the point. For us, the point is for them to learn that that money can be put into three S's, which I know that Yvonne, you do this as well. And and perhaps you, Angela and Joy do this in, in a different way as well. And we teach with three S's, which is, you know, when you get this $20 bill, right? Every month or $40 or $30, so, because the, I don't know why, but that's our increments for our kids. And, you know, the S's, you're gonna save some of it, you're gonna spend some of it and you're gonna share some of it. And by share, we mean give to a charity, um, to, to give back because our, our world is not just ourselves, but we want to help other people. And, uh, and then of course you're going to save some and then you're going to spend some. And so that's, that's what we have done. And, and our kids, we're trying to just give them some awareness and they know that we buy their necessities. They, they don't buy our their main meals unless they're out um then they can if like justin will buy lunch at the cafeteria once a week because that's what he's allowed to do because there is no need when when i tell him i'm like look we made a sandwich at home and it costs you like a dollar to make the sandwich but if you spend five bucks every day at school that's 25 dollars gone so and he's very good with his money that like all three aren't spenders but but they're becoming aware, I hope. So that's what's going on here. Now, is there any, and I love that Yvonne, you already tapped into this. Is there something you found that hasn't worked with allowance that caused you to change the way you do allowance along the way? Anyone? Not yet. (laughs) Uh, I can't contribute, no. (laughs) What? How old were your kids when they opened a bank account? Oh, wow. Um, well, I think mine was maybe six. <clears throat> we decided to open a bank account um, partly because I run a business and at the time was handling you know, cash sales. So I would have to actually go to the bank and do deposits on a regular basis. So I would take him with me. And he was very interested in the mechanism and absolutely charmed the ladies at the bank branch and just adorable child. He would even dress up for the occasion. He would put on a little, you know, sweater vest with a tie and bring a satchel type bag and play the adventure. So um, we set up that account for him and it had two components. We split it. So there is a, a checking account or an everyday spending account and then a deeper savings account. And he grew with those accounts. So when he was 12, our our bank allows us to give him more control. And he got a debit card. And much like Yvonne was talking about, had more control over his money. And 
one thing I found really interesting is when he got the mobile phone, one of the things he was most excited to do was to download the bank's app, which allowed him to log into his account and see where his money was, what was in, in regular everyday money and what was in savings, uh, what interest was he earning. And, and he would go in religiously and uh, transfer those few cents of interest from his everyday account into his savings account. My money's compounding, mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long game. <laughs> Music to my ears. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it is. It is an interesting world. Like even now with cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and oh my. And so Ron is very, my husband is very interested and invested in, in uh, cryptocurrency to the point where now Justin is as well. And um, so it's interesting. It's all still scary to me, but I, I know it's a, a new thing. Like people, I mean, it's real. People are selling and buying houses with cryptocurrency. It's crazy. But yes, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and Joy, allowance, any tips on giving allowance to kids? I'm going to ask um, that, ladies. So one final <laughs> word on allowance. One tip of advice or that we have learned as lessons from our own journeys as parents that you could share anything at all. I guess you just want to make sure that they're spending it wisely. Um, knowing where their money's going, <laughs> keeping track of where it's going. Yeah. You know, I'm blow it all on some $50 t-shirt. <laughs> yes. Or potato chips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> understood very good that's so important to know where your money is going how about you Yvonne um know that money gives you the freedom to make choices I mean same goes for adults or having money gives you that that freedom to you know decide what you want to do with it and it buys you the things that you value uh quality time you know, sharing things with family, with uh, people around the world, um, buying the necessities, keeping you safe, like all these are values that, you know, might differ and the priorities might be different from everybody. And so teaching them the values is important. And it's important to impart those values before they start handling money. Much like, you know, going to university and then someone hands you a credit card and not teaching you how to use it. And you can, you know, be responsible with it and then build up great credit or, you know, it can ruin your entire life. Right. And so it's important to um, to impart those values well before they start taking getting allowances or handling even uh, pretend money. Um, and so it's important to to watch those. And even if they spend $50 on a T-shirt, let them do it. They have to make those mistakes. It's better that they make a $50 mistake when they're young than a $500,000 mistake when they're older. And so I, I say, you know, once you've imparted those values to them, let them make their mistakes. The, the, the three S's are wonderful. I love that, you know, Elaine, that you, you do that for your kids. And so the portion that they budgeted and allocated for S for spending, give them total freedom to do that. You know, trust that you have imparted enough of your values to them that, and then give them that freedom, you know, like, yeah, you want to spend your $50 on that, that t-shirt that might 
break down and that you might not like in a month, <laughs> your choice, your choice. Yeah. No, I love that. Educate them ahead of time, way ahead. And, 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 and that is the beauty of like when, when like joy, when your younger ones can see how your older ones are, are, are making choices with money and, you know, and even with our kids, like, you know, they, Ron and I are very open with, with our finances to our kids and, and learning that value of money and, and saving for a rainy day. Like, and, you know, like I, I think it's David Ramsey who says that, you know, even adults should have a thousand dollars as a emergency money, like for just emergency, like that there should be a thousand dollars, even if it's in a separate bank account in a different city. So you aren't going <laughs> tempted to take it that you know that you just have that emergency fund of a thousand dollars. Miss Cracker, Angela, honey, what is your final word on allowance? Well, the final word will take two parts. One is an extension of what Yvonne was talking about, about allowing them to make spending mistakes. I've also allowed to let my son make lending mistakes. Uh, there are peers who don't necessarily have as much money uh, or who are very convincing that they need a loan or could you just buy that for me and I'll pay you back when I get my allowance. And I've chosen to stay completely out of those transactions because they are relatively low stakes. And you learn the process that some friends will pay you back promptly and some people will never pay you back at all. Mm -hmm. Maybe just to wrap it up, I'll bring it back to my digital expertise as a tip for all parents I have automated allowance giving. So it is an automatic transfer from our parent account to our son's account uh, on the first of every month. So I never have to think about remembering to give out allowance. The bank takes care of it for me. That's a great tip. Yeah, Very good tip. Very good tip. So I, you know, as you were all talking, I was remembering when I was a school teacher and I um, would have 26 grade two children in my class and we uh, how I handled my uh, classroom management is I created like a, a community and I was the mayor and they each had jobs and the jobs would rotate every uh, other week and so I would have uh, mail carriers and they would be the ones who give out books and I would have store managers I would have police officers who helped make sure chairs were tucked in for safety so no one trips and and you know uh, horticulturalists who would water our plants and we had bankers as well and the children would have mineral supplies in their desks uh, because it's part of my classroom management strategy so they'd only have one pencil one glue stick uh, notebooks would be on the shelf so that it helped children to be more efficient and not have to find things crammed into their desk. But they also were paid for their jobs with our community money, which was pretend money. And, and then they would use buy a pencil that they needed because they lost their pencil. And do you know how often a child could lose a pencil in a day? Well, that changed quickly when they realized they had to buy their, 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 their next pencil. So they valued their one pencil and they would use it until it was like this tiny. <laughs> they didn't want to spend their money. But it, it, it is so important. Um, to, to teach our children, even with pretend money, that there is value in, in, in that dollar. And, and they, they did earn it. They, it was a, it was, it was fun. And I just made me remember that. 
But ladies, thank you. Those were excellent lessons on allowance. And I'm so grateful for sharing all your, your expertise and lessons on that. Wow. So many great tips and strategies from three fantastic moms, Joy, Yvonne, and Angela. I want to respect your time and we're going to keep this short and sweet. So we're going to catch you on the part two of this episode where we talk about screen time. You do not want to miss that if you have a child and I'm sure they have a screen. So we'll catch you there on the next episode. See you then. Bye for now.